Hello, friends. You're listening to Head Table Talk, a podcast all about the ins, outs, and in-betweens of the wedding industry. I'm Allie. And I'm Meredith. Now, join us at the Head Table. All right. Episode two, Head Table Talk. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. We're recording in the morning this time. So, Allie, what are you drinking? I am drinking a chai, iced chai tea latte, which Meredith so kindly brought to me. Um, but after asking my order and I responded with chai tea latte, she then asked me if I was pregnant. I'm going to ask you like so many times until you're (laughs) pregnant. Like anytime that you like don't have a drink when we go out, I'm going to be like, are you pregnant? I was not like correlating the two (laughs) together. And so when you asked that, I was like, wait a minute, why does she think that? I don't think I am. Oh my goodness. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a brown sugar latte, which is basically a simple syrup latte from Horizon. I love Horizon Lime. It's when they're completely open. They're not um, open for seating right now because of COVID, but when they're completely open, I love working there just because like it's a good space. But yeah. I love, I was actually a barista for about five years. I um, was a barista back no in the day, yes. Yeah, so I, um, yeah, I was a barista in Brooklyn, New York for a short amount of time, and so I got a really good coffee experience there. So like, I'm very judgmental on espresso. Like, if it's like sour, if it's bitter, like I'm not there for it. So they're like one of the few places in Des Moines that I actually <laughs> enjoy their coffee at. That's awesome. So, and I love their sustainability program too they do all glass jars which is really cool yeah I'm all about that sustainability I really love that have you ever had blonde espresso before we used to call it a zombie drink apparently it's even stronger than like normal espresso that's a Starbucks thing no I worked at (laughs) Firefly coffee house in Stoughton Wisconsin so definitely not as good nice not as cool as Brooklyn but I only worked in Brooklyn for like five months but they were very rigorous with my training there and like wouldn't let me on the espresso bar until like six weeks in I had to like pass all these like tests and stuff that's crazy yeah so then I worked there and then I worked at a little coffee shop in Ames yeah can you drink espresso straight oh love it my favorite drink which I ordered in front of you once is to I love and I love making this myself when I'm a barista is a little bit of like the sugar in the raw and then pour the espresso straight onto it so it melts it and then just put in like maybe a fourth a cup of milk so it brings it to room temperature and then I just down it it's so good too strong for me oh my gosh I love it what's new with life not a whole lot. I did a gorgeous wedding last weekend. You were on a rooftop. Mm-hmm. It looked bougie. Yes, it was really cool. I was in Rochester. Um, yeah, it's a new venue. Um, I actually photographed kind of a small COVID ceremony there in like June. And that was actually the first wedding that they had ever had there. So it's really cool. It's the new Hilton in downtown Rochester. And there's like an outside terrace on the fifth floor. And then the ballroom is on the fourth floor. And so it looks over the quote-unquote skyline of Rochester and the ballroom has like floor-to-ceiling windows how was the food oh my gosh truffle mashed potatoes and like a steak that melted in my mouth it's the best part of weddings I swear yeah I never get chicken anymore at weddings though I know I feel like there's only so much you can do with wedding chicken but like anytime there's like a steak or a veggie option I always do that I like a pork chop yeah Agreed. I'm already hungry. That sounds <laughs> delicious. Did you see my session last night? Yes, with the cows. Yes, I have so not cute. been that close to like a herd of <laughs> cows before. They are 
huge. They, your pictures were so, did you, did they just dance themselves or did you prompt them? I prompt them to dance, but they were so down for anything. It's like their property. That's so sweet. I love it when like couples do like personal stuff or engagement sessions. I know, I know. Places that mean a lot to them. I did. Um, My cousin, her fiance, his family owns a lot of land up in Sioux Falls. And so I traveled up there. It's actually in Yankton. And yeah, same thing. Like we went out onto their property and like took pictures of all this stuff. It was so interesting because he was like, I've been trying to train them to be around people (laughs) for this. But as I'm like photographing them, the cows just kept getting closer and closer and almost like they were surrounding us. It was was, so good though. It was perfect. It didn't look like you guys were scared at all. Oh no. That's great though because like I hate it when people like... Or in their session, like, oh, can you photograph those things way in the background? And they just look like little dots, I you know. know? So, like, I felt like they were a good... Yeah, they distance. were... It was perfect. They were close and it was good. And I was really glad that I wore my Crocs because <laughs> just stepping in cow shit the True. whole time. True. But it was wonderful. It was, And it was a perfect night for it. But I love sessions that are more personal yeah, than agreed. just, like, your standard... I don't know, tree backdrop. You know what I mean? Yeah. How is wedding planning going? It's coming up pretty soon. Coming up soon. 15 days. Oh my gosh. That's so quick. It's crazy. Speaking of weddings, though, I have some viral news for you. Okay, let's hear it. Um, Did you see the bride and groom who couldn't have their wedding due to COVID and they donated their food to a homeless shelter? I think I saw the headline, but I don't know if I read the... So, That's so sweet. It's so sweet. So according to CBSnews.com, which is where I got my info, a couple in Ohio, their names were Tyler and Melanie, they canceled their reception, um, but they still got married. And then they headed over to the Laura's Home Women's Crisis Center that helps kids and moms. Um, it's a program in Cleveland that helps them overcome homelessness. And what I love the most is that the couple would have been able to get a full refund from the catering they company, didn't. but they chose to donate it oh, instead. Oh my gosh. And on top of that, they served about 100 meals to the kids and their moms in their tux and dress. Oh my gosh. And masks, of course, but the pictures are incredible, and I'll put one up on the Instagram. That's so sweet. Like, what kind-hearted people, yeah. especially now during these... Um, unprecedented times which is a term that's been so overused it's so sweet to see some good you know taking like something that could be so negative you know not being able to have your reception and then taking it to a positive level and just donating that food I know and how I mean I'm sure those shelters and those organizations are struggling right now too so to see somebody just with such kind hearts go and do that it's something that they'll always remember and be able to tell their kids i just thought that was the sweetest and here thing. we are just being like yeah i had trouble mashed potatoes at i know i know roll my eyes at myself i know but it's definitely that's so sweet though something wonderful that's but yeah awesome. so we have a guest today yes our first guest ever so exciting we will be right back after a quick word from our sponsors head table talk is sponsored by mc brow and lash studio a des moines based studio mc brow and lash provides services like keratin lash lift 
and tint, brow design, lash extensions, and more. And if you're like me and you're low maintenance and wanna roll out of bed and look like a normal human, I highly recommend Morgan is incredible. We've both gone to Morgan for her services and we're both obsessed. I've done the lash extensions as well as the keratin lash lift and I've basically sold my soul to eyelash extensions. So yes. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes, so if you are interested in getting your brows or lash, just mention Head Table Talk when booking to receive $10 off your first appointment and you can find MC Brow and Lash Studio on Instagram at MC Brow Lash Studio. Today's guest is a Des Moines, Iowa photographer who went from editing MySpace photos in middle school all the way to her full-time job of capturing real-life moments from weddings, maternity, couples, portraits, kiddos, and everything in between. She strives for timeless photos with rich and natural tones that can be passed down for generations. On top of being a boss babe, she is engaged and a mama of two boys. Please tell me how she does it all. She is a lover of all things iced coffee, so insanely gorgeous talented and kind please welcome to the head table betty from betty and photography well hello, hello. <laughs> that just like blew me away <laughs> how's it going it's going great good we're yes. so happy to have you here the first guest yes you are our first guest ever oh my gosh no pressure aside from Allie's cats oh yeah that's true <laughs> you might hear running in the background yes. but yes you're our first real person. Yay! We're so so happy to have you. Yeah, so we're just going to start off by, we'll let you kind of give an introduction of what you do kind of in your own words instead of Allie doing it. Oh man, (laughs) that was so beautifully said. I don't even know. Um, Yeah, so I'm Betty, um, the face behind Betty Ann Photography. And so um, it's kind of a funny story. I got into photography kind of in high school, like my senior year. And it wasn't really something that I thought I was going to do. Like, you know, growing up, I didn't think, oh, I'm going to become this photographer. Like, that's what I'm going to do. But I took some classes. I really enjoyed it. And then I kind of drifted away from it and got stuck into the retail life. Um, So yeah, I worked retail for about six years and uh, it it really started to weigh on me. Where Um, were you at? So I started off at Icing and uh, ended up at Francesca's, but I was with Icing for a good five years, and um, I got promoted really fast in there, so that's why I got stuck into it. So I went to DMAC, and I was getting my associates for liberal arts, like had no idea what I wanted to do at all. I'm like, yeah, just, you know, that's what you do. After high school, you go to college, you get a degree, and hopefully find something, (laughs) you know? Um, So I went with no idea what I wanted to do, um, and then I got promoted to store manager icing was making pretty decent money by the time I graduated it's like okay so I'm I have the salary or I can go into an entry-level job somewhere at a desk job and cut my salary it's so hard to leave that security so hard Mm -hmm. so hard and I had my son um who was like a baby at the time so I'm like yeah no way I'm gonna take a pay cut right now yeah so I got stuck into it and I mean I loved it at first but um there's a lot of responsibility and management and uh, I work with a lot of um high schoolers who you know the turnaround rate's horrible yeah (laughs) I'm hiring all the time and then in retail world it's like okay you're working 
seven days of the week. If someone calls in, you're in there. So it was just, it was extremely stressful. Especially with a kiddo. Yeah. It's horrible. And it's like, okay, you got to find a babysitter last minute. You're the manager. You got to go in. (laughs) So it was very stressful. Um, Come that year six, I was at Francesca's and I was with my fiance. And this is when he started to really notice, I guess, that it was stressing me out. And um, he told me, he's like, you know, you've dedicated so much time building someone else's business. Like, why don't you give a year to yourself and give a year, you know, to your, your dreams. Love a supportive <laughs> yeah, man. Yes. Love that. And the fact that like he was so intuitive and saw that. Oh yeah. And like, yeah. Pushed basically you. gave you the push to literally self time. Cause if it wasn't him, like I honestly probably wouldn't have took the push, but as I'm jumping ahead, kind of going back to how I got back into photography. So I model on the side, I get like random gigs from peak modeling agency and I was doing a Heidi Balance magazine. And this is when I was kind of like, I pulled out my camera and I kind of like started taking pictures again, but of nothing really serious. And I was talking to him about it. I was like, yeah, you know, like what camera do you use? And the photographer. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, I just pulled out my camera. I, I really kind of miss it. And uh, he was so nice. He ended up meeting me for coffee and talking all photography and he has like all this experience you know like I believe he worked in New York for a while and um he ended up converting me I was shooting a super old Nikon like it wasn't (laughs) full frame like it was it makes me cringe now thinking that I was even taking pictures on it but he ended up talking to me about Sony and he let me like touch his and it's mirrorless with the digital viewfinder my dream oh my gosh I was like okay so time to upgrade my camera yes (laughs) So he really helped me um, switch gears and get like decent, like where to go with gear and all of that. So once I switched over, I was like, okay, I'm investing this money into this camera. I better at least make my, I was just thinking, oh, I'm going to make money back to cover my camera. (laughs) And then I started to get into it and I was like, okay, so I can actually make money using this and um so I was kind of making money on the side but then that's when my fiance was like look you're making something like people are obviously seeing worth in what you do like why not give it a year and um this February will be going on year two so (laughs) so are you full-time yes yep went full-time last February oh my goodness that's so exciting and do you shoot Sony I do Oh yeah, my goodness. I'm Sony. <laughs> I want to try it. I, I'm Canon, mm-hmm. but I want a Sony mirrorless so yes. bad. It's just so Game hard changer. once you like get so much Canon gear to it's like such make an the in- switch over. Yes. Such an investment. Yeah. It is. But yeah. Well, Canon's mirrorless now too. Right? I know. Have you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I've looked at it, but haven't pulled yeah. the trigger. Yes. Just We've just yet. invested so much into our gear. Yeah. That it's just like. I think with the mirrorless lenses, you have to get like an adapter. Probably. Oh. So, and yeah, you just had your second son. Yes, in December. So he's oh. like nine months now. You do not look like you have a nine month old. Thank you so much. <laughs> so you have two boys then. Two boys. Boy mom. Yes, boy mom. So when I went full time, I just had the one, and um, he he's gonna be six, or he just turned six in July. So he was still at a he he was pretty independent for the most part when I got it going. And then now that I have the other one, I'm like, all the stuff I complained about, like editing and not having time, I'm like now having a baby, I'm like, what was I complaining about? Like, cause right. now my schedule is 
all around the baby. Mm-hmm. Like nap times. Like I work around him. So it's very interesting. So yeah. you say, you know, we always say like we're our own bosses, but really the baby's your oh, boss. Oh, the baby's the boss. <laughs> What's his way. name? Omari. Omari. So yes. sweet. And you're engaged. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. That's so exciting. When are you guys We're thinking next year. We were wanting to do something this year, but the pandemic and everything, we're like, nope, we'll we'll wait a little bit. And I know (laughs) we were chatting earlier, but you're considering eloping? Yes. Yeah. I think just after photographing so many weddings and seeing that, I mean, I love it, but we're very low-key. We're not very materialistic, and we're just like, give us a mountain, we'll have our vows, and... That's great. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Take me with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you said you mainly, you shoot weddings. Do you do yes. kind of a whole spectrum or do you say you specialize in one thing? Yeah, well, going full-time last year, I was really just like, I will capture, I just want to capture whatever. Like, you come to me with a vision and I'm totally game. Um, but that's me just starting to where now I've dabbled into a lot of things and I've just, I've gravita- gravitated towards couples like whenever I'm working with a couple I like I'm so excited I love I can't wait get to get home and edit um and just weddings like I love love so it's like being around that and capturing that it's just it's so special to me so I'm leaning towards just couples and weddings however like if I have a family and they like absolutely love my work I will capture it for them I totally am. I'm the same way. I feel like my creativity comes out more with couples, so I can totally relate to that. And the love of love thing. I don't think I'll ever get sick of shooting a wedding. No. Because they're all different, you know? Exactly. I know, and I always tell people, like, our job you know, do being a wedding photographer is so amazing because basically our work is just spending time with people on the happiest day of their lives. Like, yeah. What what's better than that than literally just being around happy people? All I know. The time. So really. it's I mean, weddings are just great. Yeah. So what would you say like your favorite part of a wedding day is? Oh my goodness. Okay, so it sounds kind of silly. Oh, I love it all. There's like special moments about all. <laughs> but there's something about maybe because I'm a mom, the son and mom dance or the father daughter dance. It like, gets me every time. Yeah. Oh yeah. That those are some of my favorites for sure. Are you a crier? Okay, so I'm really not a crier. Like on the inside I'm crying, right. but like physically the tears won't come. So if ever you catch me crying, you're like, whoa, it's like a big moment. And it's usually like when I'm having a breakdown. Right. But yeah, no, I don't really cry. You but think on the you'll inside, cry when you get married? That's a tough one. Cause like when you proposed, I didn't cry, but it's like I felt like I, I could know. cry. But I, I was just the same way. Didn't cry. Same. Yeah, I cried. Do you think he'll cry? Oh, he probably will cry. I love that. <laughs> he's, he's the, yeah, he's very um, expressive and I'm not, but I think we compliment each other so well because of it. <laughs> yes. That's so sweet. Yes. Is he a good dad? Oh, he is amazing. He's an amazing dad. Isn't it the most attractive thing when you see a guy with kids? Oh my it's gosh. so sweet. When Josh and I first started dating, the first time I visited his parents' house, his like, his nephew was, I think, three at the time. He was staying over, and he fell asleep on the couch, and his mom asked him to, like, carry him to the bedroom downstairs, and he lifted him up off the bed and was like, come here, little guy. And, like, at that moment, we had only known each other for, like, two months, but at that moment, my, like, uterus was like, father of my children. <laughs> Seriously. Exactly. It's like, ooh, you're kind of cute, but when you do that, oh, you're, you're. Yep. Yeah. You're Working. a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you ask teenagers that, though, they're probably, like. 
So what kind of, how did you get into the wedding industry itself? Did you just like randomly book a wedding or did you second shoot? I know you do some second yes. shooting, right? Yes. So um, when I started off, I'd say like one of my first big marathons was Baudoir. So I started clear at like Baudoir and then got into families. Um, but when there was the time for the couple photos, like I even did a Baudoir couple session and that's Ooh. where like r- right away I was like, okay, yeah, couples is where it's at. So it kind of led to couples and then I was like, ooh, you know, like financially weddings are amazing, but also it's like, okay, you get that love. So my good friend, Kendra, with KMP Photographies, Kendra Plath, she um, asked me to second shoot for her. And I was like, of course, you know, get my foot in the door. I've only done two weddings prior, and they were for, like, family friends. And one of them was before I got my good gear. So it's mm-hmm. like, I was like, yeah, you know, I would love the experience. And to learn from her, and her wedding photography is amazing. She's incredible. Oh, love it. But, um, yeah, second shooting for her, and we just flowed really well together, and we worked really well together. She made a wedding day look so easy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so after working with her a couple of times, it's like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Love it. Weddings. I always feel like photographers, like you do one wedding and after that, like, you know, like yep. either it's for you or it's not for mm-hmm. you. It's not like, well, I don't know. You either absolutely hate it or you absolutely love it. Yeah. Like, well, and like I had people before tell me, you know, weddings are just, they're too much. They're too stressful. So I think that's why at first I was like, no, I probably will never do a wedding, but it's like, I kind of loved it. Like, I love photography photos. I love it. So I was like, okay, you know, second shooting, see how I like it. And that was it. It just fits. <laughs> so how many weddings have you done on your own now? Do you know? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so this year was going to be my big year. Like, I had them booked. <laughs> I was ready to go. I'm like, okay, this is it. Like, I, I'm going to be a wedding photographer after this year. Like, this is it. And almost all of them moved to next year, oh. except for four. And I've just had one. I have a few in October and then one in December. So the rest are for next year. So I'd say a good, oh shoot, and I've booked so many this past week. I've booked like a good four. That's incredible. That's it's, awesome. it's crazy. And That's I'm like, a good week. Yeah, it's been a very good week. And I'm like, I don't know if it's because everyone's rescheduling for COVID. You know, I don't know, but I'm loving it. Yeah. So next year is going to be really big. Yeah. I'm and so these excited. four weddings this year are going to be incredible, I'm sure. Because yes. you won't be burnt out at all. Right. Yes. <laughs> that burnout in like October is so real. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. At that point, like, I'm just so exhausted doing like sessions after sessions especially like once the colors start to change well and i had two huge ones i was looking forward to this year two destination weddings one in honduras oh yeah yeah so sad it's moved to next july so you'll still do it yep still do it i'm like okay hallelujah you know gives me something to look up to yeah (laughs) look forward to um and then my realtor reached out to me and they were going to do hawaii well july it's it was still shut down so couldn't go and I think like their Airbnb and everything wouldn't refund them I was like I felt so bad for her so I that's so hard you'd think people would be more on understanding of the situation like we had to move our wedding Mm -hmm. we ended up just getting married here in the home but we're doing like the reception and stuff in October and every vendor luckily was very reasonable and understanding everybody's in the same boat yep exactly So do you have any like kind of rituals before like you head into a wedding or like after a wedding? Oh my gosh. Like pre-wedding day jitters that you get out in a certain way? 
Yeah, um, I it, this is probably not good, and I'm probably not gonna do it anymore. But like you know, you go on Instagram, you go on think Pinterest, and you get this inspiration. But it's almost like it's an overload, and then I feel like it almost gets in the way of your creativity because right. you have like, okay, this is how I have to have it, and this is how it has to look. But then a part of me is like, it's good, good to have that. It's good to have that insurance in the back, but it's almost like you don't want to start uh, comparing yourselves. I mean, Instagram can be a whole of comparison, yes. so it's hard. I do that too sometimes, and then if the photo doesn't come out like the one I saw on Instagram, I'm like, well, yep. crap. <laughs> like, then it hurts you, whereas if I went in with no ideas and just use my own creativity, I probably would come up with something even better. Exactly. You yeah. know? At some point, like you just have to let your creative juices kind of mm-hmm. let them be, not have like two different radio stations trying to intersect with each other. Yeah. You gotta, like, yes. Let your own fly. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, but another thing I really like to do is affirmations. Like I make our sons do affirmations. I love that. Yeah. So sweet. So it's like, I'm just, it, it, it gets me in the mood to be accepting of whatever comes from the day. Like, it's not going to all be perfect. And you can have a game plan, the timeline set in stone, but, you know, everything's going to change. So it's like just embracing every month. Like, I constantly tell myself, you're there to capture their real moments. You can't pose that. You can't make that a thing. Like, you're there to capture what happens. Like, yeah. just go capture it Go with it the all. flow. Yeah. I- when I first started out, I really struggled with that. I am, I don't know if you follow the Enneagram, but I'm an Enneagram 8, so I'm very controlling as far as that goes. And we do um, pictures for this couple every year, and they're so nice and so sweet, but they like always come up with their own ideas that like, you know, like posing wise may not look the best, but then I just had to surrender and be like, you know, this is what they want this is their personality, so you just give in to that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I know what you mean. At first, I was definitely like, no, 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 let me make you look pretty. Right. <laughs> yes. You'll always have that family that wants to stand behind a tree and poke their heads out. <laughs> That's so and you can tell them, you know, I wouldn't do this. I'm not sure this will look how you think it will, but I'll still take the picture. Right. right. <laughs> yep, make the clients happy. Oh, yeah, got to do it. I love the affirmations, though. What do you have? What's one that you have your boys say? Oh, oh man. So like Omari, he's obviously a baby. So right. when I'm feeding him to bed, I will say to them like, you are strong. You are smart. You are healthy. You are powerful. Um, You're going to raise such no, great you men. You should write a parenting book. Oh, man. And thanks to my fiance, Dion, because like he's all, he's all for that as well. So, I love that. Yep. He's hard in the affirmations. Um, my boys get, well, D'Anthony, he gets points. He loves games. So like if he does his affirmations, if he meditates, if he takes a cold shower, like if he gets out of his comfort zone, he gets points. And then that's how he gets tablet time and all that stuff. When so. I, whenever, <laughs> knock on wood, we, if we're so lucky to have a baby, I will come to you for advice. <laughs> Would you say um, that your love language then is words of affirmation? Girl, that's my love language. Yeah, that's words of affirmation. <laughs> I feel like a lot of women are words of affirmation. I'm kind of. Kind of everything, to be honest, and poor Joe. Like, (laughs) (laughs) although that makes me easy to please, I suppose. Yeah, I'm definitely words of affirmation, but I'm also a gifts person. Like, Uh, I will admit that I love to give gifts. Mm -hmm. I show my love by doing acts of service. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Josh is definitely a physical touch person, which is my lowest level of. (laughs) Both Joe and I are both lowest 
um, touch. So it works out really well. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. Dion's quality (laughs) time. So definitely, um, have to put my phone away sometimes and be like, okay, no work, no emails, like quality time. I know. (laughs) So what are we going to talk about? (laughs) It's so hard when you own your own business because you want to, you know, be able to respond to your clients so quickly so that, you know, they feel like they're priority. I know Mm -hmm. it's hard. I was going to ask you how you balance your mom life versus work life versus relationship because that's just as important yep and I mean this being like the first full year and then the pandemic it's kind of like hard to get into because man after that COVID like hit and things were like all thrown off I feel like my work schedule got so thrown off right like I feel like I kind of had it and then it's like okay yep that's out the window so like right now like I said I kind of go off of Omari's sleep schedule like whenever he gets naps but then it's hard because like okay he's down for a nap crap I got to do the dishes so it's like once he gets down for the nap, I do housework, and then whatever's left, I get sat down, start to edit, and then he wakes up. So, <laughs> you know, um, I kind of work around that. My work time right now, unfortunately, is after bedtime. Right. So once the kiddos are asleep, I'm usually up really late editing, and then that gets hard with the fiance because it's like, okay, quality time. He needs his time too. Right. So um, I am trying to pinpoint how to get that down. But as of right now, I make it work. You find the time and you get it done. And it will get easier as the kids get older. Older. Yes, totally. But, I mean, good on you for grinding right now while you can. It's so impressive to me. I don't know. I feel like I'm struggling with my own schedule and I have no responsibilities besides (laughs) this job. You know what I mean? Well, and it's funny because I think of that too. I'm like, well, before, before we had Omari and I was like making it work and I thought it was so hard and now it's harder. And I mean, I, you still make it work. It's like, there's always going to be something. So it's like, you just almost got to you just you make it work right it's never the perfect time yep there's always going to be something i totally understand that so going off of relationships and stuff then what do like your relationships with your clients look like what does like your yes so um i try and be in constant communication it's literally like the communication to me is key like yeah, your work's amazing. And I mean, that's what they booked you for. But at the end of the day, they're going to remember their experience. So I try to be in constant communication from booking. Like as soon as you book, I, I just am always like checking in, you know, letting you know, okay, look, this is how much time till our session. Can I help with anything? I like to help with outfits, like plan locations. I want to become their friend. So, um, after book, and then once we're done with the session, it's like, you're not done with me yet. You know, like I'm constantly checking in like, okay, look, I am on the gallery before yours. Yours will be out here soon. Like just constant communication. I don't like to leave too much space in between because I don't want them to wonder like, oh, you know, like what's she doing? Is she working on my photos? Like, okay, I, I paid her this deposit. What now? I don't ever want them to be like, what's next? I like to prepare them like, okay, you took care of this. We're going into the next step and the next step until I deliver their gallery. And then it's like, sorry to interject. Do you ever feel weird about posting personal stuff when you have work still to do? I feel like I am in good communication with them that I don't. Okay. Because like they know, like if they haven't got, I try and give them galleries before And if, for whatever reason, it's not, like, they know, like, hey, your gallery is being worked on next week. So they're not like, okay, it's the the deadline, you know, to where I feel like they know what's going on. They see me posting that. I feel like they trust me with my time. Like, okay, she's doing this right now, but I know that she's going to get this done. Right, because sometimes I feel 
if I'm posting, you know, we were playing a game the other night. Obviously, I have weddings that I'm editing, but I also have my personal time. And it's hard, I feel, sometimes for clients to realize that we aren't always working. We have a life. Because we, I would love to always be editing, but it's just not possible, yeah. you know? And so it's that fine line of how much do you show of your personal life on your business profile. Right. But I think that's the key is having good communication between them and yourself. And that way they trust you. Yeah. I feel like they must also love like being able to know when to expect their photos. Yes. Too, because I feel like a lot of clients are always just like, you know, excited. Like, well, when do I get them? When do, when do I get to see them? And mm-hmm. being able to like know like, okay, you're, I'm editing you next week. So they don't have to be like refreshing their inbox every morning. Right. Like they, <laughs> they expect it to be next week, not today. Right. Right. And I also feel like I am so blessed with all my clients. Like they are all so understanding. Like I'm so hard on myself and I do like to have them done before the due date. So like literally this past wedding that I did, I told her because our Colorado trip, I'm like, I usually like to have them done, you know, before the due date. She's like, girl, I totally expected them around the due date. And I'm like, I thought back, I'm like, dang, you really didn't even have to say anything (laughs) but it's like I don't know they're just all so there and many times clients have been like your mom like you know kids for like they're so understanding and they're so I love my clients right they're the best I think that's where I overthink things when I post stuff like us playing a game I'm like oh that client that I have that gallery that I'm sending them tomorrow is going to be like man she's not working you know but Mm -hmm. truly they're they understand that yep. we have lives and they trust me. Otherwise, they wouldn't hire me. Exactly. How would you describe like your dream client? What would that person look like? Oh, man. This is one I've been really trying to pinpoint because I hear in podcasts and stuff all the time like, oh, your dream client. My dream client, honestly, is so easygoing. Like, they're... They, which is part partly my job to make them feel comfortable. But, like, they'll come not afraid to try new things mm-hmm. or you know be adventurous and if they feel silly I want them to have full trust in me that it's going to look good just because it feels silly it's going to look good and just love love to explore and yeah just easygoing is the word that pops into my head that's awesome yeah mm-hmm. so now we kind of get into some more like kind of rapid fire questions okay let's do so it. the first one's going to be what are your best and your worst wedding stories Oh, man. So, I mean, I'm just getting into the whole wedding thing. And I'm so blessed because I'm like, I haven't had anything, like, horrific happen. Um, But. um, (laughs) (laughs) Everyone has that but. Yes. I would say it was probably the one before I got my gear. Um, So, the lighting was not the best. (laughs) It was very freaking dark. And, um, as I was saying, I was just kind of getting into it. And I... I was probably just in over my head a little bit and it was just very dark. You know, I didn't have the right gear. I didn't have the best camera. So a lot of the pictures came out grainy and they loved them. But in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, like I just, I boshed it. I boshed it. But like I said, they were amazing. They loved them. I'm like, okay, the client's happy. That's all that matters. But you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, what the heck was I thinking? I mean, we're all our own worst critics. Oh, yeah. And now you can look back at those photos to where you are today, and it's probably like, oh my goodness. Yeah, it's insane. Look how I've grown. It's insane, which is good. You know, we all need our our stories, and 
I'm glad that's just the worst that's happened to me because I haven't had anything crazy that's happen. That's good. Oh. So then and, do you have like a best wedding story? Anything that like really like sinks in your heart that like you remember? Yeah. Um, I mean, this last one that we did, which is pretty funny. So the timeline, the schedule was completely crazy. Like we were hours behind, like it was, it was insane. Um, but the couple was still just very laid back. And I mean, that honestly inspired me as well, because it's like, sometimes we get wrapped up in the wedding day. It's like, what are we even here for? Like we're freaking out about these little things, especially as photographers. It's like, you want to capture everything for them. And it's like, um, we get so caught up, but seeing them be so chill, so calm, and it's like, okay, they're there for each other. For like, marriage. For marriage. Like, that's what you're there for. If it was just you and your partner, like, that's what you're there for, to tell you the truth. Um, but, yeah, just seeing their dances. The dances will always get me. And seeing the son and mom dance was actually very touching because they actually, like, were dancing. It's like, mm-hmm. I when I looked at that, I just pictured them her being with the little son, dancing in their kitchen. You know what I mean? And now it's his wedding day, and they're oh. they're dancing like that on the dance floor. So I'm like, yeah, I need to work with my boys to get their dancing <laughs> skills down because at their wedding, I want that to be us. I don't want us to just go back and forth. I want us – we're going to dance. Yeah, you got to start dancing <laughs> in your kitchen. Yes, exactly. I always think about that too, like when the bride is like getting dressed and like if her mom helps her with her shoes, like she did that like when she was a little girl exactly. and now like next like full circle. So. Yes. Do you have any, like, favorite wedding trends or, like, anything that, like, you cringe at when you see pictures of? Oh, man. So, um, the trends, I love making GIFs. Uh, <laughs> That's, yes. like, I'm just obsessed with those. Like, it's a thing. But um, I love popping the champagne. Like, those are just so fun it's to me. so fun. fun. I love that. And I also love veil pictures. Like, getting under the veils. Like, those are always going to be just beautiful and intimate and dreamy. I feel, like, kind of scared to do those right now with COVID. Oh, though. yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, we don't want to be, like, enclosed underneath this fabric together but no I agree those are like so dreamy even like if you like bring it down in front of your lens and like yes. really kind of trailing I love yeah. shooting through things with my lens so that is just like oh so dreamy and I just love getting the couple super close like I have my 85 and that's like one of my favorite lenses just to be all up in their grill and having them so close like I love close shots I love that mm-hmm. what are like your go-to lenses you said the 85 85 just got my 35 not too long ago so I mean I love the 35 for wide because my first two lenses were a 50 millimeter and a 24 to 70 which the 24 to 70 I love with families because zoom in zoom out you're good the kiddos could run around um, but my 85 gives me that closeness 35 is good because it gives me my wide shots. And I did just get a 70 to 200. Ooh. Game changer for ceremonies. Oh, my gosh. Church <laughs> ceremonies. Yes. So, yes. I mean, that's one of my faves, too. I just wish it wasn't so big because I would use that it all the so time. Heavy. It's heavy. Oh, my gosh. It's so heavy. My <laughs> second shooter mainly just suits with the 70 to 200 for the whole day. Oh, my um, gosh. Oh. Yeah. So, like, luckily he is – Strong enough to hold it, but I could right. never. Yeah, I was I, like his poor back. I know. <laughs> yeah, I usually stick with like the thirty-five or the fifty for most of the day. I usually use the twenty-four to seventy for like larger bridal party shots, just mm-hmm. because I feel like sometimes the thirty-five can lose sharpness on the edges. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I love my thirty-five. Yeah. yeah, I don't really take it off my camera often. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So tell us where we can find you. Um, everywhere. No, <laughs> I'm on Facebook, uh, Betty Ann Photography, Instagram, Betty Ann Photography, um, and then my website, BettyAnnPhotography.com. Which is beautiful, by the way. I was researching you today and I was like, 
damn, I need to update my website. <laughs> this looks so good. <laughs> Thank you. I actually yes. just did it. And okay, I'm such a geek at that stuff, like MySpace profiles, all that. Yes, I used to code my yes. own MySpace. Right, and yes. I like used to code, and I'm like, I don't remember any of this code stuff. Like, it's been so long. But I love to get on there. I think I did that in literally like three nights. Yeah, it's oh, beautiful. What, what platform did you use? To Squarespace. Squarespace. Yep. Yep. Use Squarespace. Yep, we need them as a sponsor. If they're listening, <laughs> right? Will you show it so. for our two oh. for our two listeners that <laughs> listen? <laughs> please sponsor us, Squarespace. So um, we are going to ask you um, a question that one of our listeners sent in. Ooh, not to put you on the spot or it's anything. It's kind of for all of us. Yeah, yeah, it can kind of be for all of us. Sweet. So, in terms of photo, what is better for bridal parties? to like stay at and get ready like a house hotel venue or like airbnb Ooh, i think a venue's good if it has sentimental meaning to you like if or you know if you're like obsessed with your venue okay let's find a spot at your venue right and honestly i feel like you can make any of those work as long as you just have a good area that's well lit and it's cleaned up i know i always tell people as much natural lighting as possible so I just had a bride reach out and ask where they should go. She didn't love the venue. She doesn't really want a hotel room. I told her, you know, there's studios that we could rent out even if you just want. Because she just wants them getting in their dresses there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. If if you're looking more for good photos, anything with natural lighting, if you're looking for more like sentimental, we can make your house work. Exactly. Right. We've done a couple of weddings where it's been like, we're getting ready in the basement of our church in like the kitty room mm-hmm. and you're just like this doesn't look great so like right. this last weekend they actually were getting ready in the church and so we brought her up to actually kind of like the nursery space mm. it's basically like where kids go if they're being fussy right. during the service yep but it was like a whole wall of windows so like we just cleared out everything yep. and moved it yeah so if you have like a chalkboard in the background with like a bunch of like little like the abc banners at the top like Maybe not that. Yeah. <laughs> and I always advise the bridal party to kind of keep their things in one area of the room yes. instead of kind of scattered. Because I know the day can get busy, but for photos, it's so nice not to have like the random Bags. garment bag or makeup bag in the background. The number of times that like we've moved furniture in oh. rooms. Oh, yes. Sure it's like where the best lighting is. I and know. My second shooter, she just had her second baby. And so like we've done weddings where she's pregnant. I'm like, hey, random bridesmaid, help me out over here. Right. Yeah. So... What, um, kind of our last question here then, what do you think is best for brides to have ready for you for like detail photos? Oh yeah. So, um, I definitely say the shoes, the rings, uh, invitations or itineraries for the day, anything sentimental, like jewelry, of course, but like anything, um, that they may have from a grandparent or, you know, a mother, anything that they want to look back on and be like, I want to remember this on my day bring it even like a perfume perfume will like jazz it up a little bit just little cute things yeah Yeah. i always tell my brides to put it in a shoe box or put it in a little tote and have it ready for me that way you know where everything is you're Mm -hmm. not going to lose it which is important on the wedding day and when you get in there it just makes those photos go so much faster yep i usually knock those out like within the first 30 minutes so i'm like hey where's the detail box exactly yeah, grab it and go exactly. <laughs> do you bring like 
your own styling stuff or do you just find a place? Um, so I have a ring box that I usually will bring and depending, like, like I said, I'm just getting into all this, <laughs> but I do eventually want to have like different color ribbons and just yeah. cute little things that I could bring to just add. But I'm also like with the details, I want their stuff to be more of the focus too. Right. So it's like just little, little hints of things. What about right. you, Allie? Do you bring anything? I bring a ring box if they have ribbon there on their flowers. I normally use whatever they have and I try to tell them to tell their florist to mm-hmm. leave me a few picks of things or f- extra flowers to place. Do you at all? Yeah, we also really like to take um, those usually before like the bridesmaids get dressed and I'll take one of the bridesmaids' dress and use oh, that smart. for the bottom because it incorporates some of their color. Yes. I just the day never even well. thought about that. Me neither. That's mm-hmm. brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, perfect. <laughs> Thank you. So, so much yes. for being our first Thank you guys guest. for having me. <laughs> we do do a fun thing at the end of every podcast is we each toast to something. Because we are sitting at the head table. Yes, Yay. it doesn't have to be anything serious. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, I am going to raise a glass and toast to football. Being Ooh. back and the Bears won, <laughs> and I'm so excited. Uh, can we please not talk about the Broncos game? I stayed up until <laughs> one o'clock in the morning for them to lose in the last like, I minute. I am so excited. Mitch Trubisky pulled it off <laughs> in the end. It was very close, too close, but I'm so happy it's back. It makes life feel a little bit normal. I also love eating a lot of food and falling asleep to the sound of football. It's like one of my favorite things. I just love having the sound of football on in the background. That's a comforting I know. So that's my toast this week. Nice. Okay, my toast. I did not prepare this right now. So I'm going to toast to the Hilton in Rochester for the truffle mashed potatoes that I had last week at the wedding. That's perfect. Because I'm still dreaming of truffle mashed potatoes. So cheers to them. Betty? I am going to toast to the head table talk because this was amazing and I'm so honored and I cannot wait to see your guys' growth. Thank you. Thank you so much and thank you for coming. I'm so glad we did this and we love you and drinks next time that are actually alcoholic. (laughs) Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere you can get your podcasts. We are doing a fun little giveaway on our Instagram if you're listening to this in real time. Um, we are giving away two Head Table Talk custom totes with our logo on them. So go ahead and head to our Instagram and you can comment, um, like the photo, and then for an extra entry, go ahead and share that to your story. And we will pick the winner of that sometime in October. So thank you again for coming, Betty. Thank you and all. let's cheers, cheers to everything we toasted. Cheers. Cheers. Bye, friends. Bye. See you next week.